0: You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. A little more viral every day, that's what we say. Thank you so much for being here. Hello! Hello! So excited to talk to you for this sort of new edition, new version of the Video Marketing Podcast that we're rolling with. What you're listening to the video market. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited you're listening. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be focusing on here and on into 2021 on this podcast is everything that people who are involved regu- regularly with video marketing need to know on a regular basis and the important things um, and the thoughtfulness that needs to occur around certain things. So a lot of times we're going to talk about sort of more general marketing principles that are going to play into all of it, of which video is a huge part, um, as well as tackling video directly. But I know a lot of you out there are not just interested in video. Um, you're, of course, interested in, uh, in 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 video in general, but um, I think that there's a lot more that we can... That we can cover here, so I'm so excited uh, to be able to to be able to share more with you about uh, how I have found success through video, uh, both for me and my clients. Uh, but really, it's all about you, and 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 it's about and and, and today's about a lesson that we can learn from uh, from a guy that uh, has a very interesting. Uh, What's the word that I'm looking for? He has a very interesting um, uh, reputation online. Um, And uh, one of the things I'm excited about is a lot of these podcasts are going to roll out with full blogs that I'm writing. Uh, I'm starting a new blog on my site, mattjohnstononline.com and uh i've been i've been on it for a while and i i just want to bring more thoughtfulness uh to the world of marketing and video marketing and video advertising i think that we need more thoughtfulness now and uh, we can learn a lot from that kind of perspective Um, we don't want to to be sold to all the time i think that um, thought leadership is needed now more than ever and that's what i'm going to be putting the focus on going forward here in this podcast and in my blog at matt and today i'm talking about the surprise reason that Ty lopez is a mad genius <laughs> uh, and this is extremely I, I was i actually had a different podcast planned um, but then overnight uh, we found out that his company rev retail e-commerce ventures had bought another company uh, that was struggling and that's steinmart. So so let me let me let me just take you through this, okay? When was the last time that you bought something from Radio Shack? I'm 38 years old. If you're anything like me, chances are you've spent thousands of dollars there in your lifetime, but probably not for a while, right? It's probably been quite a long time since you actually spent a ton of money at Radio Shack because when you want the needs that Radio Shack has, you go somewhere else. In 2015, uh, Radio Shack filed for bankruptcy and Amazon was just bowling them over. They had a more convenient, cheaper online experience. So if you needed an extra HDMI cord or speaker wire or AC adapter or something uh, for one of your electronics that was dying, you had better, cheaper options. You could easily go to Amazon and you know that if you're a Prime member, you can get it in just a couple of days and you'll be able to see all the reviews in one place and pictures and all of this stuff. And at the end of the day, it'll solve the problem, which is really the reason why we come to business and why we buy products online. We're looking to solve a problem, whether that's an emotional, Psychological problem or an actual tangible physical problem that we're having. Like, for example, our speaker wire is broken. But now this is going to change. On November 19th, Radio Shack was bought by this company, REV, headed up by Alex Mayer and Ty Lopez. So their plan ascend Radio Shack from the ashes of in person retail to e commerce dominance. And Radio Shack is just one example. They also bought. Pier 1. They also got Dressbarn Barn and Models and then Steinmart. Do you see a pattern here? Have you heard of these brands? 100% you have heard of these brands. Of course you have. And that's the magic. So in case you don't know who these guys are, Ty Lopez and Alex Mayer, uh, no strangers to online entrepreneurs. Those of us in the world of online entrepreneurship, we know Lopez His infamous poses in front of fancy sports cars and inside his millionaire mansions. He built his wealth building social media marketing and info product businesses. And he's run tons of training programs, masterminds, all this stuff. We've all seen his Facebook ads, touring his massive estate with palm trees everywhere, making promises of how you too can get rich on the internet. When I was first starting my agency, I got a ton of ads from uh, Ty Lopez because he was teaching people. You know, he had a big program. I'm not sure if he's still running it, but he had a big program that was teaching people how to build social media marketing agencies and, you know, how to get clients and then how to execute for those clients on actually running the ads. So uh, I'm very well aware of all of this. And if you don't know Alex Mayer, he's the co-founder of Zoosk, big dating app. They were bought by Spark in 2019 for $258 million. Okay, so you know these guys, right? Big internet guys, like internet juggernauts and, um, especially those of, us, those of us in the online entrepreneurial space know Tai Lopez very well. But what's so brilliant about this anyway? I mean, these companies are basically destroyed, filed for bankruptcy in Radio Shack's case, I believe, multiple times. Um, and just they've risen from the assage a few different times as well. I remember when I was a business insider, I feel like there was a, there was a story about Radio Shack every other day that we were writing. Having to do with their financial performance. Uh, But this is brilliant. Let me tell you why. Brand awareness has always been a highly coveted trait for businesses. Trillions of dollars in TV advertising back this up. But in the world of e-commerce and online sales, it is ridiculously undervalued. So if you watch the social dilemma, there's this quote that really stuck with me from the social dilemma, uh, basically talking about how marketers are selling now guaranteed sales performance just based on the power of the algorithm and businesses now have come to expect that in kind. Now, this is a mirage. It's total BS. (laughs) guaranteed uh, algorithm-driven sales are not a thing. Um, Certainly, the algorithm is super, super powerful, and there's a lot that we can do there, Uh, but it is somewhat of a mirage. But this is the general discourse. The the, 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 The general discourse around social media advertising is that anyone can plug into it, no matter how big they are or small they are, brand awareness has fallen way to the bottom of the value totem pole. But this, again, is a mirage. Brand awareness is crucial to long and even short-term financial success. Even if you're making a million dollars this year selling stuff through Facebook ads because you caught a lucky pocket, if you don't have any brand awareness outside of those direct impersonal sales, you're dead in the water. Facebook ads and Instagram, they're they're great. They're super powerful. I run an agency where we, we spend millions of dollars on Facebook ads for our clients and make them a lot of money. I love it. It's huge. But I'm not naive to the fact that you need brand awareness for long-time business health, and it helps short-term business health a ton as well. These are impersonal sales. People are buying stuff on Facebook and Instagram ads because of impulses. They're not coming there to buy. They're coming there to do other stuff, post pictures of their dogs or whatever, and then they go and buy something because it's an impulse buy, but they don't have any brand affinity. Brand affinity is what's going to move the needle long-term. It's absolutely crucial. It's crucial. It's crucial. So what's fascinating about this is this guy, Ty Lopez, who's the he's famous for this anyone can get rich on the internet mentality, knows seemingly better than anyone the power of brand. By buying up Pier One, Radio Shack, there's an, an inherent trust in these brands. We're surrounded by fake knockoffs of products and a race to the bottom in price and quality. And we know this, right? As people that buy stuff online, the bar has now been raised for what we'll buy online. And, and we're much more quick to discard cheap crap. And Lopez and Mayer know this. And uh, I haven't talked to them, but I'm just analyzing from afar that they know that, uh, how, how brilliant an idea this is. By buying these brands and relaunching them online, they're gonna have that luxury of skipping over some of the most difficult psychological hurdles new businesses have online. The brand awareness and the trust, it's already through the roof. So with all else being equal, who are you gonna feel most comfortable buying from online? Radio Shack or a company you've never heard of? And such is the power of brand, this also means that Radio Shack can charge more because price is a story and we associate that cost increase with an increase in value. So as consumers, we're willing to make a marginally greater sacrifice to have a higher quality product and all the psychological work that goes into getting people over that hump to the idea they're buying something of value is done. Because of the brand awareness, affinity, and trust that are already in these brands. This is all just marketing. It's just marketing. They get to skip over the most difficult part of running an e-commerce business online. That nobody knows who you are or cares. Well, they get to skip over that. Now they just get to worry about the tactics and the different angles and marketing positions of specific products and campaigns. They don't have to bother with the brand awareness side of things. We are aware of Radio Shack. We are very, very aware. So even if if, if, if no-name company X has a product that is just as good, Radio Shack can still charge more because of the brand recognition they have it's a safer choice and the price of the product confirms that value okay so what can we learn from this it's time to stop trying to get rich quick and start trying to get rich smart every e-commerce company when they are sitting down to make their budgets for the next year should build brand awareness into that budget if you only spend your money on direct sales it's like driving a car across the country on a quarter tank of gas you're going to keep running out and you have to constantly refuel. And you never know how much that gas is going to cost or go up in price along the way. But if you invest in brand awareness and you ultimately achieve a high level of it, that's like traversing across the country in a private jet. It is an enormous difference. One of the reasons that we do so much video, besides the fact that that's my background and that's what I wrote a book on and everything, is because it leads to so much brand awareness. So we're going and getting the sales and then we're going and doing video as well. And that video, because it's more consumable, it's more entertaining, people like to share it more, it tells more of a story, it does more education, it leads to more brand awareness. But I wish that we would go even further. If I had my way, Every single client that we worked with at Guide Social, we would have a separate budget stowed away just for brand awareness with videos that we made just for the purpose of brand awareness. And we would do that across multiple platforms. Um, and maybe I should start rolling that out anyway and just do it because <laughs> it's extremely important. But I think part of what we need is this education. I think that the, the, the hurdle that we have at the agency is that a lot of companies just don't see the value in brand awareness, they, they, or, or, or they do. They're like, yeah, brand awareness is great, but we're not gonna invest in that because that doesn't, like I can't see the direct revenue stream from that. But man, imagine if you had that already plugged in because it looks like Ty Lopez is just going to go buy everything up and run over everybody because he because all of these brands already have the brand awareness built into them selling dresses online oh my gosh that's hard (laughs) very hard to sell fashion online in general but to sell dresses to women but dress barn we all know what dress barn is there all there's going to be a brand affinity and awareness that's built right in there. You are so much more likely to buy a dress from them just because of the awareness that they have. Thank you so much for uh, for for tuning in with me here. I, I'm very this is just a fascinating, fascinating, fascinating topic to me. I absolutely love this topic. I think that it is it is. It's just. It's so underappreciated, and and any more education that I can ever do about the power of brand awareness and what can act, it can do to your bottom line, both short and long term, uh, it's amazing. That's why I sort of pivoted the whole podcast this week after Rev bought Steinmart and I said, "This is what we need to talk about. This is what this is what's relevant. This is what we need to talk about." There's never been a better time to talk about it. Thank you so much. As always, this podcast brought to you by Guide Social. Uh, if you ever want to work with us, reach out, guidesocialglobal.com. Have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll be talking to you again during this holiday season. Don't you worry. <laughs> Have a good one.